Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. You want to hear a joke? I'd love to hear a joke. A and Z are thinking about buying MYOB. <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> Actually, not. Not. Because <laughs> they pulled out. Yeah. Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm Tim. And we are two, two drunk, drunk accountants. accountants. So we've got some um, some big news to talk about, Tim. Yeah, okay. A couple, couple big things I want to chat about. But All first, right. what is the Tim and Danlo? Tim, you'll be with me at ZeroCon. <laughs> I'm going to be there. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a sad it's a sad announcement in some ways mm. because that means I cancelled my Europe trip. Yes, it does. Which sucks. But on the flip side, I'm going to ZeroCon. Yeah, and having a baby. Yeah, well, the baby. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's uh, ZeroCon. <laughs> that's not changing there. Baby. <laughs> Nothing's changing there. We're talking about news. But I'm just giving you something you can be excited for. Oh, right? yeah, right. I get it. Mm. I get it. There's still things... To live for. There's still things to live for, <laughs> including having a baby. So, yeah. um, but uh, that does unfortunately mean we will cancel our search for um, uh, someone to join us. At yeah, Zero new Code. co-host. Well, yeah. we've had so many applications as well. Yeah, so. you're right. But, but we are still looking for a new man on the street. Yeah, or person. Yeah, so, yeah, a new person on the street. doesn't mm. Definitely doesn't have to be a man. Um, what I was thinking as well is for when we do our 200th episode in the next couple of weeks, Tim, which we need to pick a date for this, yeah. which is Whiskey Sours, the rewatch episode, mm. people are screaming for Mike Motlock to come oh, on. Mike. One person. Demand for Mike. Um, <laughs> and I think we should try and give our current uh, man on the street, because he's a man, yes. uh, a go. Michael. And if he doesn't answer... yeah. He's dead to us. Well, that is truly why it became Man on the Street, because there's a Michael, Man on the Street. Man on the Street. Alliteration. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, we should, we should give him a, a stab mm. at that. I doubt he'll come through as per normal. Yeah. If, if you're... He's not going to answer our call. If you're female and you'd like to become the person on the street, it would be preferable if, um, if your name started with a W. <laughs> Wendy. Wendy woman on the street or something like that would be great. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's such a good idea. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But uh, apart that's from that's a little bit like <laughs> Kirby enthusiasm. He's looking for um, a, a partner with a certain name because he booked flights. Oh, you haven't watched the most recent season? I haven't. No. Ah. That's Leon Black. Mm. Also uh, a friend of the show. Also a friend of the Leon show, Black. Leon Black. Yeah. Uh, Tim, anything else been happening in your week? What have you been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? I don't know. Oh, okay. Let's just talk about Essendon for a little bit. We've won three in a row, Dan. Mm, we okay. are. We're on the up. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wrong button, but keep going. <laughs> Essendon is not a swear word. <laughs> three in a row. <laughs> <laughs> is it 420? It's actually yeah, not that far. It's not that far off, yeah. But um, yeah, Essendon, three in a row. Um, we're the best team in the universe. I'd, yeah, we're not going to make three finals. Three in a row. I mean, I wouldn't say best team in the universe. Well, we're not going to make finals. Does your, but we're showing a lot of hope. Is promise. your universe the lower half of the, ti- of the table? Yeah, is that- <laughs> actually, it's quite frustrating because if we didn't win these games, mm. we would have a better draft pick for next year. Yeah, you're sort of that weird part where you're like, should you tank? 
Yeah, so we're, ne- we're not in the running for any silverware. Mm. So, like, don't worry about winning games. Finish mm. lower down the ladder. Get a higher draft pick. Mm. Don't make it obvious that you're tanking. No, but just play just like Essendon normally does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't just get good all of a sudden when you're out of the running. That's all I want. That's all, that's all you're saying. <sighs> that's all you're saying. It's not that hard. Okay. It's not that hard, Dan. No. Doesn't, I mean, it sounds like it's hard for them. They can't do anything right. They can't even lose right. Yeah, yeah, true, <laughs> true. We're going to end up missing finals by like two games probably. And uh, come ninth. Is it mathematically possible? Because you used to always talk mm. about the mathematics of it all. You used to, you used to always tell me, yes. Dan, it's mathematically possible. We can still make it. <laughs> it's mathematically possible. It is. So and they I'm, win every game from now on. I'm not ashamed to say I did do a ladder predictor, which okay. is where you play out the rest of the year just okay. to see if it, was, if it was doable. Yeah. And if all the favorites win, then we won't make it. And if we win every game. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, every favorite so needs to win and you need to win every ridiculous game. Ridiculous results need to happen mm. for us to even have a minute chance okay. of making the finals. Well, it's best of luck happen. to you and your team. It's not going to happen. Best of luck. Thank you. Um, no, there's, a, with you. there's another team um, that there's been some talk of ah. um, out, out and about in the world at the yeah. moment, Tim. And we're not even sure. It is a team that could be adversaries. Ad, ad, adverse. Adversaries? Adversaries. Adversaries. <laughs> Got tongue-tied there for a second. Uh, and that's um, that's the, the two drunk um, table tennis champions of the world. Yeah. Us, Tim. We're coming in hot. We're coming in hot for the uh, Terrible Panthers ping pong night. We are. <laughs> we are. It's lo- local news here. <laughs> local very, news. Very localized. But I'd also like to put it out there is that we will challenge anyone. <laughs> anyone. If there happens to be a table tennis table at Xerocon or near Xerocon and you're all there, mm. then uh, we challenge you. It's on. And we will beat you. Yeah. We'll hey. put real money on the table. We're not betting it. It's just on the table. <laughs> but... <laughs> but we'll play. You want to put it close to the net. Yeah, you? close to the net. Bouncing on any coins. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, under the net. <laughs> under the net. Under the net. Well, that's okay. So there's a, an official challenge issued mm. to zero. Um, you must have a ping pong table at this year's ZeroCon. Mm. We don't care about the OHS risk of swinging bats. Well, I think there was and table balls. tennis tables at the last one. Was there? In, in, in Brisbane. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. So we'll bring our own bats. Don't worry about that. We'll yeah. bring our bats. We, mm. we play better with our own equipment. Definitely. And, uh, and we will challenge anybody. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Just want to give it a, a pong day. It's been a while since we've had a pong, pong date. date. We are, we're, we're getting back, back into the, the pong. The OGs. We're bringing back some pong dates. I don't know. It sounded about that like year of working from home. Wasn't mm. conducive to our ping pong game. It ruined my game. Mm. My backhand's been all over the place. It's back today, which is good. But uh, yeah, you played yeah. well today. Yeah. I played horribly yesterday. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately. Anyway, let's move on from that. Um, Tim, business update today, sponsored by Cats Accounts. G'day, Cats. Mm. Thank you for sponsoring the segment of the podcast. Yeah, I think the business update for today can be the fact that um, MYB was in talks to sell, to be sold by mm. its owner. Yeah, to ANZ. ANZ. And last Which we week, laughed at last Yeah, week. we laughed at a lot. We were like... We laughed that there was a $4 billion valuation doubling since the last one. Um, the fact that there was even originally a $2 billion valuation. We thought was funny. The fact that ANZ were going for it, we thought was funny. Mm. And then very, very quickly, they pulled out of those talks. <laughs> <laughs> Within days of it becoming public, they've just backflipped. Yeah. Like, and uh, and no. they bought Suncorp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a really strange mm. series of events. 
Angie in the office showed me a really funny meme, which okay. was, you know, that meme where it's like the guy walking with a girl and the other pretty girl walks past and he's like turning around <laughs> like, <laughs> like his neck's broken. Yeah. And it said, MYOB was the girl walking with the guy. And then it was ANZ and then Suncorp was walking past. <laughs> and ANZ's turning around, like looking That's at Suncorp. So oh. That's so good. I had a good chuckle at that. I love that. <laughs> Look, you know, MYOB for listening. Mm. It's not that we have anything against you. No, um, we'd like to put it out there. MYB is, you know, they're a software company that make accounting software. <laughs> All factual. The same fact yeah. um, uh, You know, $4 billion valuation. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not. But maybe. Maybe. Um, just, I would like to not be sued for defamation. So, maybe we shouldn't we're not talk. De- we're not definitely... We've used MYB. We have clients that use MYB. It has its strengths. It is a software that is completely usable. Sure is. And that is a glowing recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come on the podcast. Tell us different. Yeah. We're not, we're, 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 we're nice guys. We're not going to be... We're not throwing you in, into the deep end, but we will just have a chat. Tell us about what you're doing. We'd love to hear if you're making improvements and what's changing. This is true. Yeah. This is true because we're probably living in the near distant past. Yes. And maybe in the last, I don't know, a couple of weeks, something's changed. Yeah, exactly. So. In the last 24 hours, something could have changed. <laughs> ANZ could have jumped in and be like, you know what? This is a $6 billion company and we can't afford that. <laughs> Sorry, respectfully, guys, we're going to step out from here. No, you know, actually, what happened? ANZ listened to our podcast. They're big listeners. They were seeing the market reactions. And our reaction was that the colors didn't mesh. The colors colors didn't mesh. And they decided... You can't mix blue and purple. Yeah. So they went out and got Mm. Suncorp. It's a much more favorable sort of green and yellow Mm -hmm. color. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know what makes green, Tim? Blue and yellow. Blue and yellow. There you go. Match made in heaven. I like it. Mm. I like it. Yeah. Shout out to ANZ for listening to the podcast. <laughs> and basing your strategic decision making. Yeah. Well, they must have they must have had their strategic anchors, Tim, yeah, in their decision making process yeah. here. They're looking through their three lenses. Yeah, and you know, they've got um, you know, uh, not shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be shit. Don't be shit. Uh, help people. Help people. And, you know, be up to date with technology. And <laughs> it just didn't fit into those lenses. Mm. Didn't fit into those lenses today. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, which is fine. All right. Uh, Tardas tip. Tardas tip. Yeah, good, good one today, Dan. So, today's Tardas tip mm. is eat all of your food. Mm-hmm. Eat it all, Dan. Because mm. you paid money for that food. You did. And specifically, I'm talking about your groceries. Mm. We've all heard about inflation. And yes, it is ridiculous times right now. Yeah. It's a, it's a battlefield out, you, in, out have, in the shopping center. Have you tried to buy an iceberg lettuce? Because no. I made tacos this week and it was like six fifty for an iceberg lettuce. And, and I said, no, not today, iceberg lettuce. And instead, I bought a cos lettuce pack for like... Three dollars. The current conditions mm. are making me feel like I'm in the matrix because mm. I'm living in a dystopian future where avocados are cheaper than iceberg lettuce. Oh, so that isn't that is insane. Actually, avocados are like a dollar. The avocados are cheapest they've ever been. Ever been, and everything yeah. else is too expensive. So it's like originally, if you had told me years into the future, avos mm. would be a dollar each. Yeah, I'd be like, yes, living the dream. Uh, <laughs> but but the payoff is lettuce is extremely expensive. I've come to realize that avocado really requires other foods it to does. make it good. Yeah. 
It's a I, shame. I saw a really funny meme actually. Um, because you know how everyone always says around housing affordability and things and the, the older generations always like, oh, you millennials, stop eating your avocado toast and maybe you could afford some things. The meme was like, boomers now telling you to stop being so fancy with your lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, I had a real good chuckle about that's that. That's so good. I actually played golf. Speaking of this, mm. this isn't really related to the title. I played golf with um, a lovely gentleman, 77-year-old mm. named Bill. Mm. And uh, he, t- he was just telling me about how he got to go to uni mm. um, in the UK, mind mm. you. But it didn't cost him a thing. And he actually got paid to go. He said, it's just unbelievable. Just fantastic. Great. That's yeah. Great for him. Like, great for him. Fuck you. Yeah. Great for him. But anyway, if you're <laughs> buying food at the groceries, the grocery stores, mm. you should eat it all. And, you know, with power costing as much as it is right now as well, mm. you really need to be careful with the decision making here, Dan, because mm. takeaway isn't necessarily going up in price like 100%. Mm. Like, iceberg lettuces Mm. so there is a scenario where some meals may be costing you more to cook than to now go out and get takeaway i'd like to see the math on this right there was a guy and i I haven't fact checked this okay are we talking a mcdonald's cheeseburger because yes definitely yeah well yeah you know not not fancy stuff yeah let's say the thai place in bato bay ten dollar lunch special as an example Mm-hmm. Okay, so and th- this this includes like if you're just buying food and going out and getting the lunch special anyway. Yep. So cooking a meal mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. involves using electricity mm-hmm. in or, peak times or gas. Yeah, or gas, which is expensive at the moment too. And um, someone calculated, and I'm not sure if this is exaggerated or if they're plucking timeframes mm-hmm. that are ridiculous, but they um, boiled and then baked some potatoes. Mm. And it cost them $25 in electricity to do that because they did it in a power surge time that's, last month. That's when crazy. prices were out of control. That's, that's crazy. just the potatoes being bo- boiled and baked. Yeah. So that's obviously not the norm. It's not the norm, but it's a good example as to why mm. things are changing. Mm. Um, so eat your food. If you're buying groceries. I, I'd like to adapt this, improve it. Love it. You know what I do. Right. I'm an improver. No worries. And I'd like to say that it's not eat all your food. It's be strategic with your grocery purchases. Yeah. Because you might buy way too much food and eat it all and you're just going to make yourself sick. Yeah, no, I'm not saying- The idea really sick. is eat everything you buy because it's expensive, but then you can probably buy less if you're eating it all. Yes. That's why it's tied us. Only buy what you need. Only buy- That's a better title. Only buy- But you could just say that about anything. What you so. need. <laughs> Eat all the food you buy. Mm. Only buy what you need, though. Mm, riveting stuff. It is. Yeah. We're really changing the world. <laughs> one, one, at a time. one iceberg lettuce at a time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point with iceberg lettuce, though, actually. Because a lot of the time, especially if, you know, these days I'm making... It's lettuce for one, mm. right? It's lettuce for one. <laughs> and you can't use all of that iceberg lettuce. It's a lot of iceberg lettuce. Yeah. But it, it, and I'm not using all of that lettuce... For one meal, even two meals, I should really be strategically planning my meals around my iceberg lettuce. And I should have it you with should. my tacos and then I should make a salad for lunch and then tacos again on the second night. And a smoothie, a green smoothie. I'm not putting iceberg lettuce in a green smoothie. Yeah, like, it happens all the time. Iceberg lettuce. Mm. You put iceberg lettuce in a green you could, smoothie. You could. Um, you could put anything in a smoothie, but <laughs> <laughs> no one's putting iceberg lettuce it's a, in. It's a high water content. <laughs> 
reach out if you're putting iceberg lettuce into <laughs> I'm your sure smoothie. There's heaps of people who put iceberg lettuce. I, into I personally a green love smoothie. iceberg lettuce. It's green. It's a salad. It's full vegetable. of water. Yeah. I can see the logic, but I just don't know if it's a thing. I put spinach in smoothies. A lot of people put spinach in because it's got a lot of high iron content. Mm. Iceberg lettuce has a lot of fiber, I guess. Mm. Um, I, don't know. I don't know. Anyway, good Titus tip. Yeah, Tim. thank you. Hmm. All right. Well, let's move on to our main topic today. We've decided to talk about a topic which has been hot in the accounting industry um, over the past couple months. It, it, we've mentioned it a couple times in passing, and we're just gonna do a little bit of an overview of what all this, is, all this hubbub is about, <laughs> right, Tim? All this hoo-ha. All this hoo-ha. Yeah. And that is the changes to the ATO stance uh, around uh, the, the rulings 100A mm. uh, is, is what we're talking about here. Trust distributions, particularly, uh, around distributing amounts to family members or other people who don't end up being the ultimate economic benefit. benefit. Uh, they don't get the old, yeah, beneficiary of that distribution. Mm, yeah. So mm. what the hell does that mean? Okay. Well, let's start with like, I guess, how things used to run. Mm. Because as many people may have known. Crack out your whiskeys and your cigars. <laughs> yeah. Go on toots. <laughs> <laughs> well, as many people may know, you could have had a trust in the past mm. and distributed a lot of income to, say, adult children mm. or um, other dependents mm -hmm. or family members mm -hmm. and actually not given any of the cash to them mm -hmm. if you didn't want to and they weren't worried about receiving it or not. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, you're saving a lot of tax. Mm -hmm. Well, the ATO was fine with that. They're not fine with it anymore. Yeah, and that's and the, basically what this is. The, the, the specific circumstance in which they're talking about, and in which they everyone spoke about a lot, which, which would be like, let's say you do have um, adult children who live at home with you, and you distribute income to them, but you take the money for covering the cost of raising them, essentially. Mm. Mm. And the ATO stance used to be that that was a family thing. Yep, family arrangement. Family arrangement, and and that was okay. Uh, now they've basically just redefined what they consider to be a family uh, arrangement and what really should just be the cost of being a parent, not the cost that should be reimbursed by that child. Yeah. So it's caused a lot of confusion for mm. people, but I don't think it needs to be anything that people stress over too much. No. If, if you've been doing the right thing in the past um, and, and if you're a small business owner particularly, you're probably not doing any of this stuff anyway. Mm. And so it's not something you need to worry about too much. If you're a bigger business who makes quite a substantial amount of profit, uh, or if you're an accountant listening to this, then this should be something that maybe you should at least pay attention to and, and make sure that your clients are falling into what they call the green zone. Yeah. So it's funny. They've put like a bit of a traffic light system mm. onto it. Mm. Um, there's white, green, blue, red. Mm. And um, so basically anything before 2014 they're like that's fine mm. as long as you lodge things on time and you didn't it wasn't enter into a scheme yeah. like um breaking the rules mm. um and then there's the green zone which they're basically saying if you distribute income to someone on paper they get the cash yeah if you're distributing income let's say you are distributing income to your child 
and who's 22 and they live at home, they go into uni or something and, and you distribute them $20,000 and you give them the $20,000 and they use that for their own costs and own expenses. They don't give it back to you or anything like that. Completely fine. Yeah. Not a problem with that whatsoever um, because they were the ultimate economic, they received ultimate economic benefit from that cash. Mm, so Simple. Easy. It really is simple. I guess mm. all it does is it changes it from an optional thing to do mm. to mandatory. Yeah. So usually probably parents are helping their kids to live out of home. Yeah. Or to travel. Yep. Or to buy a car. Yep. And that's what your trust can still do mm. with the cash that you are paying to your kids mm. for those things, those real life things yep. um, you could potentially be distributing income to them on paper for that yep and um, you distribute the money to them and they pay for those things that's right give them the money yep they'll go buy their car or yep. pay their rent yep or pay for their education costs yep um, so that's still fine but you can't give them $100,000 on paper mm. and only $20,000 in cash and then you take the other 80 yourself that's right family other costs and things that you want to say if the cash yeah. is retained in the trust, yeah, and and the, the, a little bit different too. <laughs> the ruling that I read was a little bit confusing around this topic because yeah. because it's very common in a trust that runs a business. Mm. Um, the the way trusts work is it, it distributes all of the profits to its beneficiaries at the end of the year, who then pay tax on it, yeah. right? Uh, which means that the trust itself doesn't retain any cash for non-P&L items, you know, paying loans back, buying yeah. new assets, uh, and just ensuring there's enough cash flow in the day-to-day running of that business. Yeah, exactly. So it is very common for someone who's running a business in a trust to not distribute the entire amount to themselves to retain money in the trust. Yeah, I'd say more common than not, yeah, to be honest. Absolutely. And it, yeah. it, there's really no other option. <laughs> yeah. You have to do it. Yeah. Um, so you're not leaving income. Let's just also um, give context to that. You're not leaving income in the trust for the trust to pay tax. No. Because it pays tax at the highest marginal rate. Exactly. So you're so. distributing the income to you. You're paying tax at your marginal rates, but then you're allowing the trust to retain some of that actual cash and it sits there as a loan owed to you to be paid at some point in the future, maybe when you sell the business or close the business you take those funds out eventually yep. but for the time being um, there's no expectation that you're going to receive it right now yeah um, now that is still allowed under these arrangements you're still allowed to pay yourself or sorry distribute income to yourself pay the tax on it and leave the money in the trust for working capital yeah for sure what it was a little bit unclear about is doing that to your family members mm. And yeah. it kind of stated that they needed to be, uh, and if they're an individual uh, beneficiary, they needed to be have some control or involvement in the running of that business. Mm. Um, yeah, so okay. either you needed to be, you know, a shareholder or a director of the trustee, mm. or you needed to be employed by that business yeah. or, or something. Okay, um, I'm a little bit unclear about that, so I want to I want to find out some more. But but essentially. Mm. Uh, if, if you're the person who runs the business and you're distributing profit to yourself, mm. uh, but you're leaving a big chunk of that in the business to continue to run, that is still fine. You can still do that. Yep. Not a problem. Yeah. So really, it's just calling into question mm. uh, money distributed to, say, adult family members mm-hmm. who aren't involved in running the business Yep. Um, to pay on average a lower tax rate. Yep. Because you're receiving some sort of tax advantage to do so. Um, Correct. So that's just the thing to be mindful of. Uh, It's changing, paying that cash, which was before 
on a scale of like optional to mandatory, it's that somewhere in the middle. Mm. Like you should probably pay them the cash because they can come ask for it anyway, legally. Yeah, and, and it was always known that when people made distributions and we always told people whenever you made distributions to anybody, yeah. they're legally entitled to that cash. Yeah. So, so you should be aware of that. That's right. If yeah. you have a trust. Yeah. So, so in, that, in that realm, it's not really that big a change. No, and, and the example most people the examples that they give is like, um, all right, you've got a million dollars of profit in this trust, and you give each of your adult kids one hundred and eighty thousand dollars exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and because that's you're using all of the marginal tax rates mm. all the way up until the top one. Yep. And then it just makes sense to distribute the rest to yourself. Yeah. Um, in that example, and you're not actually paying them the one hundred eighty thousand dollars, then clearly you're using it to avoid paying a lot of tax. Yep. So that's really what they're targeting here. Mm. Now, there's a few other things that they also put in the red zone. Uh, mm. A few interesting interesting bits here that I'll scroll down to. One of them was there's this common idea around using um, money owed to a beneficiary to buy units in a unit trust that's yeah. associated with it and then yep. applying the purchase against the loan and, and offsetting them that way. Yep. Um, so in this arrangement, um, the beneficiary who's presently entitled um, uses amounts owed to buy units in a unit trust and sets that off against the loan. You can't do that. That's a red zone. That's a, we're coming to look at this scenario. It's a bit creative. It's creative. And if you were doing that, it always was a bit creative, to be honest. So it shouldn't actually come as that much of a shock. No. That they're cracking down on that one. No. Um, arrangements where the presently entitled beneficiary has losses. Mm. So if you're just distributing all the income to a beneficiary who happens to make significant losses, mm. uh, that is, is, is an area in which they would target. Which makes sense. Makes sense. That makes sense. I feel like they can target that one already mm. without Section 100A. I think so as well. Because they'll be like, well, that's not a business. Mm. But I guess it gives them another option if you do successfully argue that the loss-making entity was running a business. Mm. Then they can be like, well, Section 100A. Yeah, exactly. They're, just, they're closing the loopholes with that one, I think. Mm. Uh, arrangements where trust income is returned to the trust by the beneficiary in forms of assessable income. So this is where you distribute money to a wholly owned subsidiary and then that income is then paid back in a dividend Mm. to the trust. Sort of like a cycle. It's a cycle. And the cash never actually goes through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also creative. mm. Not much of a shock. Not much of a shock with that one. So yeah, it's basically... The whole point of this, and because we can really go into the weeds with this, we've read the whole thing, we've gone through it all. It, you know, it's quite in depth. There's a lot more scenarios, but for everybody listening to this podcast, the main point is if you distribute cash, if you if you distribute income to somebody on paper, on paper, in and their then tax return in their tax return, and they're not the person that owns or runs the business, then it's very likely you need to make that cash distribution to that person. Yep. Simple Pretty as simple. That. Pretty simple. Pretty simple as that. Seems really complex. But when you bring it down to its, about it. Yeah, when you when you bring it back down to its fundamental I think that the big noise about it was they said they're gonna apply this to five years back. Mm. Which is crazy because um, everyone was making decisions based on an interpretation that the ATO had put out in the past and then they say oh by the way we're changing it and we're backdating our change which is not cool. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And it's not like I mean 
it's not like it's huge amounts here mm. either. Like ATO, I wonder how much you spent drafting this legislation or drafting this ruling. Sorry, it's not legislation, mm. by the way. Um, it's a draft. That is something to point out. This is a draft. Um, I wonder what resources went into that and how much could have gone to making big corporate companies paying more tax. Probably a lot. Probably a lot. Because this is literally for households trying to effectively pay and more normalized amount yeah. of tax across all of them. The, the other side of the argument that you could see would be like, all right, I've, I've got this small to medium business in my family. It is an asset for my family, mm. which we all have costs. Yes, they're parenting costs, but it's mm. cost for my family. Mm. Um, therefore, why can't I spread the income out amongst all of the adults in the room? Um, kind of, that seems logical. That seems logical. Um, but, you know, ATO, rarely logical. Um, so mm. an, another thing um, to mention here is the other side of this is, and we'll do this on a future episode, is, okay, yes, you're doing everything right. You're distributing income to an individual and then you're cashing that out. Mm. Well, if all of that income in the business is mostly due to your own personal effort, mm. Uh, then you might get caught out under their new interpretation around profit sharing. <laughs> so we're going to do a whole other episode of that. If you're a professional service, if you're in medicine, uh, if you're an accountant, if you're in you're a legal firm or anything that uses a situation where you might have a service entity and individuals around doing work, uh, then it is likely that you might fall under, under their other interpretation mm. change. Um, it's, it's okay. There's another traffic light system. There is another traffic light system. It's awesome. I think that one's actually going to be a bit more relevant to a lot of the people listening. So stay tuned for mm. that. That'll be, you know, change in trust part two. We'll, we'll, yeah. do, we'll do that one, yeah. which is interesting. But, uh, but yeah, if you're making a distribution to somebody, pay them. I wonder if this is going to change many um, household dynamics. Like if people are distributing income to their kids, yeah. they're like, well, I'm going to give you 20 grand now, yeah. but you're paying for, yeah, you're <laughs> you're paying board. for all of your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you're paying board and you're pitching in for groceries yeah. and that fuel that I always bought you, yeah. not buying that anymore. You pay for your own phone and internet. <laughs> but daddy, you, you always paid for that, daddy. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm giving you money to do yeah. that. Yeah. I was just thinking about my child. Yeah. No way. <laughs> How I'm going to distribute income to them. <laughs> uh, classic. All right. Well, uh, that probably brings us to the end of our main topic today, which was 100A changes. Tim, do you have another thing this week? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I started reading a book, which might be a book nugget. Ooh. Um, so it's called The Untethered Soul. Oh, you started that? I did. I bought it. Um, Any good? And- yeah, it's good so far. Mm. Um, basically, it's about, I don't know, controlling your inner voice. So, we all have this like person inside of us. It's our voice. And it speaks to us all the time when things happen. And it judges things. It reacts negatively. It reacts positively to things. Mm. And basically, what I've read so far, the book is saying, is we let that inner voice control some of our actions and emotions Mm. and sometimes we let it ruin our day Mm. and so it's like taking a step back and seeing that inner voice Mm. as almost like that coffee cup there as an object that we can choose to ignore yeah that sounds very much like 
I've forgotten the exact model in psychology, but there is yeah. something about your thoughts and not you and they're just yep. passing and you've got to think of them separately to what you are. And yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That does sound interesting. It's, it's pretty good so far. Um, and I think it's just, yeah, especially if you just catch yourself, I don't know, getting yourself into bad moods or worked up over just tiny things. I think it'd be a useful one. That's <laughs> 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 not me, Dan. No. That's not, not why I'm reading it. No, <laughs> it's not you. <laughs> I didn't say it. Um, I have moments. We all have moments. We all have moments. We're all human. We're all human. Um, no, I actually want to- silence that inner voice. I do want to read that. Mm. I do want to read like that. Like right now, my inner voice is telling me to- uh, Punch me in the face. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I'm silencing it, Dan. You push down your feelings, Tim. <laughs> That's a new technique. Yeah. <laughs> Bottle it up, yeah. man. That's the technique. Just, what's that? Um, the Book of Mormon. Just uh, turn it off <laughs> like <laughs> a light switch. <laughs> Go flick. Yeah. It's a cute little <laughs> Mormon trick. <laughs> I love that. I love that musical. Classic. All right. Well, that's a good one. That's a good one. Do you have another thing? I have a couple of other things. But, ah, um, I'm rereading. Uh, and they're not in the room? No, no, no. I, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm rereading uh, Red Rising series just because. Nice. I'm listening to it actually when I go to the gym. Nice. And uh, it just makes you really want to talk like, because <laughs> I'm listening to it. And they do the voices for it. Talk like they do, like mm. the golds do. Like, mm. yeah. Hi, Tim, my good man. Yeah, my good man. <laughs> my good sir. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's prime, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> so it I've been, I've been talking good. a bit like that lately, which nice. is fun. Um, my yeah. other, other thing is I've just been watching um, some really good te- television lately. Yeah. It's a show, I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's called um, Beauty and the Geek. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, it's oh, so man. heartwarming. Uh, really? It's just heartwarming really? stuff. It's good show. No. It is. It is. You, you watch it. There's these guys who, uh, you know, struggle <laughs> and they come out of their shell and with the help of the beauties <laughs> and it's just good stuff. Answer me this. Mm. Did you or did you not apply to me on that show? I, did. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. No. Uh, I applied to be on... Um, uh, like mm, something better. <laughs> <laughs> Farmer wants a wife. Yeah, Farmer wants a wife. No, um, Love Island. Something oh. where like something where the guy like me would be seen. Tim, like yeah, Love Island. Um, maths. Yeah, maths. The Bachelor. Stuff like uh. that. To be the Bachelor, by the way, not to be one of the the plebs going for the girl. I want to be the I'm the man. The day that they have a Bachelor who's like an accounting firm owner. That's the day that I get very much into Do you know Bachelor. there's three Bachelors this year? Three. All in the one show. There's three Bachelors. Oh, so they have to compete. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there was two Bachelorettes last season. They were sisters. But there's um, three Bachelors. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. It's going to be mayhem. There's going to be a bit more drama there because then like the bachelors may like the same girl. Mm, exactly. Exactly. I, I hope they do because, <laughs> you know, Tim, you know, I hate drama, Tim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're watching Beauty and the Geeks. Beauty and the, no, Beauty and the Geeks, not drama. It's just full of hope and inspiration. <laughs> and sometimes you need for, a little bit of that in your life, Tim. For geeks? For geeks. For right. people like them and not like me. It's resonating. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I do have one other thing, and that is something that I'm holding in my nice. hand. If you're watching the live stream, mm. it is the best stubby cooler I've ever seen. It is merch. 
<laughs> it is our two drunk accountants, Stubby Cool. It is the merch that we will be giving out for free for those who jump on and give us their email address. Um, we will give you the site soon. We're going to launch that up. It's going to be a page that you can go to, enter some details. We know we want to know just a little bit more about who listens to our show. Um, yeah. Because, you know, we just want to provide you with better things. So yeah. we're going to have a quick little couple questions. Enter that. And we're going to send you one of these fantastic stubby coolers that says two drunk accounts on one side and a wine glass on the other, our logo. Which is ironic because you'll never put a wine glass in a stubby core. No, exactly. But if you want to be the coolest person at the party, (laughs) whatever party that is, uh, it could be a can of Coke if you don't drink. (laughs) It can be... Uh, a, zero, water? a zero alcohol beer. Yeah, zero alcohol beer. A weirdo like I've enjoyed many zero alcohol beers in that yeah. stubby core. So, yeah, get your hands on one of these. We'll give you the site details soon. Uh, no one has given us what they think the Easter egg on our website is, Tim. Yeah. We should also give out a free stubby core for the first person to write in with what they think that is. Definitely. So, if you can message us. Maybe even a shirt. Yeah, maybe even a shirt. We've got the shirts. Uh, so, maybe we also we need to come out. Um, come up with our competition for um, the new writing on the new Zerocon shirts. So true. We're gonna we're gonna put that out there as well. But uh, two drunk accountants dot com dot au is the website. Go find our Easter egg uh, at two drunk accountants on all the social medias. Two drunk podcast at gmail dot com. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Calculator. <laughs>